Serve the Lord with jubilation. Come before him with rejoicing. Know that the Lord himself is God. It is he who made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courtyards with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And his faithfulness is to all generations. Yes, Lord. So we come to you tonight, Father. Praise you, Lord, to bless your name, to pour out our love and thanksgiving upon your heart. All for you, Jesus. God, I look to you.
so good. We worship you, we praise you, we lift your name on high. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah to you. You are our God who reigns forever and ever. You reign, Lord God. You reign.
Never
Glory, glory, hallelujah, 
All of the earth, big straight a highway, a path for the Lord. Jesus is coming soon. Call back the sinner, wake up the state, let every nation shout out. is gone.
again. Father, these are the last days. We come before you knowing that and wanting you to come and rescue the earth. Yes, Lord, in each one of us. Jesus, it's a fearful thing in many ways to have the earth going through the birthing pains before you return. God, times will be different than they've been in the past. Much more intense, Father, for the believer, for the unbeliever, God. An end time harvest, we believe, is going to come in, Lord. We're going to be part of that. 
Father, we thank you for the team that they have reached Newark. God, in one more flight, thank you for your protection. Thank, thank you for bringing them in, Father. Lord, on time, no delay, no difficulty. Father, and let them come. Come back and give us testimonies of your exploits, Father, in Croatia and in Europe. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bring them back to us safe. Yes, Lord, and we'll go again. We'll go again, Lord. We'll go again with your power. Holy Spirit with your power. Thank you, Father. We give you glory, Lord. You have paid for our sins. How often do we think of that, Lord? You paid for every sin. And it gives us the freedom to offer the gospel, the living gospel, the powerful gospel to someone else. Jesus, help us to look into people's eyes and see their eternal destiny has to be in you, Jesus. Help us to become sober, serious, on fire, and in fear of the Lord. Yes, God, in a healthy way that we will want to align our hearts with yours to bring in the gospel. Father, letting the gospel penetrate our hearts deeply so that the fear of the Lord rises up in us and holiness is something that is not a word that we don't understand it's a word we live thank you God thank you God we bless your name in Jesus name on Sunday we went through uh some things on the fear of the Lord and we covered Exodus 19 and Exodus 20 and I want to remind you of Exodus 20 verse 20 kind of a summary of everything we're teaching they're at the mountain Moses is saying come up and have an encounter with God the fear of the Lord brings a closeness, brings an encounter. He's offering that to them, but they're too afraid to go up. So in verse 20, it says, However, Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. That's natural fear, isn't it? For God has come in order to test you, and in order that the fear of him may remain in you so that you will not sin. That's an awesome summary verse. People in our day, and really any time in history, have struggled with natural fears, phobias. And the Lord is calling us to the fear of Him. It says, so that He may remain with you. Holy Spirit can remain with us inside the powerful Holy Spirit residing in us as his temple. He chose us as his church building. And all of this is so that we will not sin. Why that separates us from God. We can't have encounters if we're having a lifestyle of sin. 
He wants to draw us in. He wants to draw us into this powerful mountain that is <laughs> has all these things happening. Thunders, lightnings, smoke. The people are afraid. Moses showed them the way. He went up and down the mountain as a pretty old guy. He had the strength of the Lord just to do that, but he also had the strength of character because he had the fear of the Lord in order to be in the presence of the Lord and realize it was best for the people. Come. Come and be in the presence of the Lord. And what did they do? They backed up. Well, in the New Testament, it talks a bit about this same passage in Hebrews 12. Therefore, since we also have such a great cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let's rid ourselves of every obstacle and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, only looking at Jesus, the originator and perfecter of the faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. You have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood in your striving against sin. And you have forgotten the exhortation which is addressed to you as sons. My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor faint when you are punished by him. For whom the Lord loves, he disciplines, and he punishes every son whom he accepts. It is for discipline that you endure. God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? But if you are without discipline, of which all have become partakers, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Furthermore, we have earthly fathers who, to discipline us, and we respected them. Shall we not much more be subject to the Father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time as seemed best to them, but he disciplines us for our good so that we, we may share his holiness. For the moment, all discipline seems not to be pleasant, but painful, yet to those who have been trained by it, afterward it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. Therefore, strengthen the hands that are weak and the knees that are feeble, and make straight paths for your feet, so that the limb which is impaired may not be dislocated, but rather be healed. Pursue peace with all people and the holiness, the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one comes short of the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springing up causes trouble, and by it many become defiled. That there be no sexually immoral or godless person like Esau who sold his own birthright for a single meal. For you know that even afterward, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place for repentance, though he sought for it with tears. For you have not come to a mountain that can, not, can be touched, and to a blazing fire, and to a darkness, and a gloom, and a whirlwind, 
It's referring back to those Exodus chapters. And to the blast of the trumpet and the sound of words, which sound was such that those who heard begged that no further word be spoken to them, for they could not cope with the command. If even an animal touches the mountain, it shall be stoned. And so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I am terrified and trembling. But you have come to the Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to myriads of angels, to the general assembly and the church of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood which speaks better than the blood of Abel. See to it that you do not refuse him who is speaking. For if those did not escape when they refused him who warned them on the earth, much less will we escape who turn away from him who warns us from heaven. And his voice shook the earth then. But now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heaven. This expression yet once more denotes the removing of those things which can be shaken of as of created things so that those things which cannot be shaken may remain therefore since we receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken the kingdom of god is within right let's show gratitude by which we may offer to god an acceptable service with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. The fear of the Lord, the blood of Jesus, it's what we need in these last days, amen? If we will align our hearts with his through the Holy Spirit, through the power of the Holy Spirit, we try to obey on our own power, we're too weak. We have to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, have an ongoing conversation with him. And then we really understand what communion is all about. Because we'll know that this blood has covered us so that we can approach the mountain. We can approach encounters with the living God. We can be close to him and fear him in a healthy way with this reverence and awe knowing he's a consuming fire. We'll realize he's so much higher than us, so much greater than us. We'll easily bend our knee in humility and want to follow him, not just in a church service, but every moment that we live. So join me in communion to that powerful, amazing God that when he just showed a bit of his power on Mount Sinai, the people were terrified in the wrong way. They were terrified, afraid, naturally. Moses was the only one that we know of that really understood at that moment. Now we know that Caleb and Joshua understood, but they're not mentioned in the account in Exodus 19 and 20. We hope that Aaron got enough of it we don't find out about Miriam. Those were the leaders. 
But definitely Moses got it. He was up and down the mountain. The people were afraid because of former laws that were going to be overruled so that they could enter into the presence of God and receive what they were supposed to receive in order to keep the Ten Commandments, which is in Exodus 20. You can't keep the Ten Commandments unless you have the fear of the Lord, unless you have the Holy Spirit power within you. And so we have hundreds of commands in the New Testament. How in the world are we going to keep those to please Jesus? We have to be aligned with his heart. We have to enter into the fear of the Lord, encounters with him, be built up in him, believe his word is powerful inside of us and his spirit is powerful inside of us. Step out, make some mistakes, but never have the heart to make sin a lifestyle. And his blood covers all of that for us while we're in that process. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad? Oh, you are out there listening. Okay, that's good. I'm glad that Jesus came for me in the wilderness of Michigan. Over 50 years ago. By a witness of someone over two evenings, many hours, shared their heart about Jesus. I saw the transformation in their life. I wanted that in one sense, but was afraid of it like the people at the mountain in another sense. It was like, I, if I enter into this, that means I have to give everything. And I was reminded my life was kind of empty at that point. I had hair down on my shoulders, but no drugs. Incredible miracle of God. I looked like I could fit with the druggies, so they accepted me, but I, didn't, I never took a drug. I went out drinking one time in college. My buddy said, it'll get rid of your headache. I said, I have a headache. Oh, this will get rid of it. Liars. I thought, this is stupid. God protected me from so many things. And then he came to me in my room and I went to my knees. I knew I'd never given him my life, even though I'd been in church up until the age of 16, almost every Sunday. But I'd left that behind. Treating the gospel like it was an old story I didn't need to hear again. But Jesus met me face to face up in that attic room and I've never been the same. So I know and you know because you've been born again as well that this broken body when he went to the cross he did so willingly. He wasn't dragged there. The soldiers he offered himself into their hands. Remember, in one account, they first fell down as soon as they said, you know, he said, whom are you seeking? And they said, Jesus. He says, I am. And the soldiers all fell down. Who was in charge? 
Jesus. He could have resisted arrest. He had done it before. Walked through crowds that were wanting to throw him over a cliff. But he offered himself, gave himself. He knew this body was going to be terrorized. And he went ahead and did that for us. Thank you, Lord. We take this, your broken body, in remembrance of you and beyond. We want to have an encounter with you as we commune with you, Lord. We want to hear your voice speak to us. I love you. I love you. Will you walk with me? Will you fear me? And our response is easy. Yes, Lord. What other life is there? Who else has the words of eternal life? And this blood covers every sin, past, present, and future. And that leaves us with a responsibility, doesn't it? Because he's already paid it ahead. He's already paid it ahead. Do we care about that? Or are we going to try and take advantage of that? Well, Hebrews 12, if you reread that, it's not a good idea to try to take advantage of God's gift of eternal life, his blood. Not a good idea. Puts you in a very poor position. But if we're aligned with his heart, we have every assurance. We have every reminder of the Holy Spirit. I'm inside of you. I'm with you. I'm for you. I'm going to bring wind, wind to your sails. I'm going to take you down the narrow way. You can't do it on your own. You can make as many pronouncements and as many promises as you want to make. You don't have the power to go down the middle way, down the narrow way. Only if you invite me to empower you to do that. Only if you're in a relationship with me. You can't just carry along the Holy Spirit like, you know, a passenger, a quiet passenger, a silent passenger. We're supposed to be hearing his direction. He's the God of guidance, right? Don't you need guidance? Don't you need an inner GPS for life? Absolutely. We all do. Are we desperate for it? How desperate are we for it? Are we fear of the Lord desperate for it? But joyful at the same time? Some of you have some pretty serious faces tonight. That's good in one way, but we also can have the joy of this. You know, it's like, wow, we get this opportunity of a lifetime to follow the voice of the Holy Spirit. To see him draw, draw and direct. He's going to draw favor to our lives. He's going to draw sometimes persecution. So that we have a bigger voice. Jesus drew favor and he also drew persecution when it was time for it. And he made it through that. I don't know if you know he resurrected. He made it through all of that. Resurrected back to life. So I pray over you tonight with this blood as we take it together or close to it. <laughs> I pray over you eternal life. Abundant life. Everlasting life. A changed life completely revolutionized 
life and resurrection life. When you're behind the eight ball, when you're in the corner of corners, when you don't know what to do, when you have no idea how in the world you could have the wisdom for a particular decision, resurrection life. The Holy Spirit has wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of? Oh, that was quicker. That was better. Sweet. And the fear of the Lord brings knowledge of the living God. I love that. Proverbs 1.7 brings knowledge of the living God. We can actually know God and the power of his resurrection inside of us. Be blessed with that tonight. And as we continue in worship, receive, receive with whatever the Holy Spirit is speaking to you in that ongoing conversation. And it will be good. It will be powerful. It will be more aligned than ever. In Jesus' name. Pray for the team. They should be in by about 10 Oh, oh, oh. 
Father, we thank you for this beautiful night. We thank you for your nearness, Lord. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for every promise that is yes and amen. Your presence is wonderful, Lord. We wouldn't trade it for anything, Lord. And where we have, God, we just, we just return to that place of closeness and intimacy with you, Lord. You're everything to us. We bless your holy name. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. Our team's flying in tonight. So you can join us this Sunday for testimonies. We have First Friday this Friday, which is an outreach to downtown Canton to anyone and everyone that you meet to share the gospel with. So you'll hear more from Andy Somers. Otherwise, have a blessed evening. And James says goodbye. Bye. <laughs>